Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome back to the Wise Men Say Reaction Show. We are joining you after a lovely 2-1 win over West Bromwich Albion. I am Eleanor McCabe. I am joined by Mr. Michael Loft. Hello. Good afternoon, Eleanor. How are you? I'm, I'm good. I'm good. Bit of a headache, but I'm, I'm, I'm doing all right. Speaking of headaches, Stephen, how, yes. how are you doing? Very bad headache. Very bad. So, it's fine. Excellent. It, is, it is the season of work Christmas parties. It's fine. <laughs> it is. This weekend seems to be like oh, the, the big yeah. one. We're it's a heavy one, yeah. <laughs> Want to go into or just Not, br- brush it? I would love to, but I can't really remember. Much, so it's fine. It's Excellent. Well, nothing will be embarrassed about it at all when I go back to work next week. It'll be all fine. Well, one thing we can get into <laughs> is those lovely three points. Really, I mean, it's nice to see Mike Dodds be our caretaker, and and he now officially has a better record at the Stadium of Light than Simon Grayson does. Um, <laughs> it is it is very nice for him to finally finally do that, but. The, the, the lads did look like they had something extra today. I'm not saying it was a perfect game, but Mick, there, there seemed to be something a bit a bit different, would you say? I think the biggest thing today was the intensity at which we played with. Um, we're getting the ball forward a lot quicker. Um, Patrick Roberts, I think, had his best game in quite some time. Um, even from like the kickoff, basically, we played like a ball in the Roberts and it was like played with a lot of purpose. And I think that just summed up the performance. There was a lot more purpose to it. Like West Brom weren't great today, but they were a good side. And we had to, and today we had to get back on the horse and get the three points after, obviously, the disappointing results we've had recently. So, really good afternoon's work, really good performance. Um, Dan Neal took his goal brilliantly. He's a great header for Ballard for his goal. And after we stupidly let them back into the game immediately, we actually saw it out pretty comfortably in the end. So, fair play, really good three points and delight for my close personal friend, Mike Dodds. <laughs> and I think, as, as well, the, the one thing that everyone is talking about, Stephen, is the fact that should have been more goals, really, shouldn't yeah. it? Like it was as comfortable a win as you're ever going to see, controlling from start to finish. And you know, I, I think I said in the group to our West Brom was shite, which is probably a bit harsh on Sunderland's performance, to be honest, because the iron form and the decent, and it was it looked as much of a root as a routine home win as you're ever going to see. I, thought I actually felt like I know, like managers say stuff and it doesn't really mean anything, but I, I had a good feel about it. Once I heard Dodds' press I conference, agree. to be fair, he like he filled us for it. Just he, and he give a clear ex- explanation to you know that that terrible run he had last time when he <laughs> lost both games in League One. But like he explained it where he was saying he wasn't even on like first name terms with some of the players and stuff, and he just he gave me a little bit of confidence. He d- it did seem like he was his head was right in it. 100%. So I, I I did feel quite confident and, after that. And I know people are kind of like they go a bit banter about Mike Dodds, like myself included, but. 
from, on a personal level, it must be an absolutely brilliant feeling for him, you know, because he's obviously studied really hard to get the way he's got there in coaching. So for him, he's like set up a really good game plan today. We've got the three points for a really good performance and a good win at home against the side that's been playing really well. I mean, I watched West Brom against Leicester last week and they played really well and they were lucky to lose. So on a personal note, I'm um, delighted for him. But um, I agree with what you both said. We could have scored more goals, and, but that was, I think, the pleasing thing. We created like a lot of really good quality chances today. Lightman took one off us, to be fair. Yeah, we, we did score more yeah, goals yeah. that should have been offside. Oh. Uh, onside. Sorry, it was definitely onside. Maybe that's a mistake the Lions made. But <laughs> the, the issue was was that when you watch it back, they're not even in, like, the same strips of the pitch. They're, like... Why are you, why are you it's... Like, if you, if you don't know, keep your flag there. That's what you're supposed to do. Give the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. Of the attack. You can't say... If you're not 100% sure, don't put your fucking flag up. Like, no, seriously, it's just that simple, isn't it? No, and he can't have been 100% sure because he, he was onside. So, yeah. I, I mean, I don't think those linos were 100% sure about anything today. I mean, I sit in the East Stand, and the one that was by us had no clue. He looked at the ref any time something happened. There was that awful one where... Um, well, the ball went out of play when they crossed it. Yeah. yeah. My God, it went behind the goal. <laughs> it was just... It was mad. It was an absolute joke, and I mean... We, we we do like to do this. We do like to go in on the refs, and it is so important to do it, even when we win, because the refereeing standard in this league is absolutely shocking. But I mean, by my count, we should have had at least two penalties today. We've had a goal taken off us that is just so blatantly onside. I mean, regardless of whether you're looking at it from before it gets played or the fact that it comes back off the keeper, to, so therefore it, it's it's onside. Like so many different reasons, it's just. Even though we've won 2-1, yeah. it's that frustrating feeling, isn't it? Yeah, it was just appalling for both teams, really. I thought the referee today. But, I mean, I think we, on the balance, obviously, um, got the brunt of his bad refereeing decisions. Um, but it's like we've all gone to matches for a lot of years and we kind of know when to look at the linesman. When there's a goal being scored, it's the first thing you do, isn't it, when you have any doubt. I certainly didn't look at the linesman. I was just jumping about. And then someone goes, oh, he's offside. And I was like, I thought he was joking. But um, I think, to give my Dodds like, even more credit, I think it was a brave decision to start Joe Prover middle, when obviously yeah. quite a lot of the narrative during the week has been all about, like, oh, well, Mowbray wasn't getting the best out of the strikers, and my Dodds could have been forgiven for like playing like one of the strikers and you know like trying to whip like crossing. We did cross the ball more today, by the way, but what I'm saying is Joby actually looked like a much better focal point than any of the strikers I think we've played up he front this like season. In the season when he played no, that, I did yeah. completely. And it's a positive in that I think it's a really good, brave tactical thing for my Dodds to do. But equally, is it not a little bit concerning that like our best striker yeah. at the club at the minute is an attacking he, midfielder? You should be a bit, a bit embarrassed if a young 18-year-old midfielder <laughs> is keeping out the team up front. And this goes back to the thing, like it's not on Mowbray and tactics and stuff like that. And that's clear today because Mowbray's not here anymore. And he has decided to play a midfielder up front yeah. because the strikers, other strikers aren't currently up to it. And to be fair... I'll keep him there until, until we, until we Jude, go and get somebody better. Jude Bellingham did say during the week, didn't he, that Job is one of the best strikers he has seen. Oh, so it's quite obvious Mike Dodds has been on the, fr- on the phone to his old mate. Yeah, he's been like, oh, what, what do you think of your brother? And then put him up front. But I, I completely agree. I'd keep him there. I think he was really good as a target man. I, I, feel, I feel for him a bit at the moment because I think that when he first started for us, it's fair to say the ball stuck to him. The ball like loved him. It did whatever he wanted. And he... He has struggled with that a bit more recently. It seems to just be slipping away from him. But today was his was his best performance I think we've seen from him in a while. Yeah, yeah. It, 
it, it, he seemed comfortable. He seemed he seemed happy with what he was doing, and I think that that massively showed when Pritchard came on, oh, who was, was a game changer super. for us today. I mean, I don't know what you think about that, mate. Yeah, he, he put the ball in for, for Dan Ballard's goal and the ball he played through for Dan Neal was just absolutely sensational. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Absolutely fantastic. And that's prime Alex Pritchard, doesn't it, later on in the game? I mean, uh, to be fair, though, I think the narrative now has actually moved on because I was always on the side of, well, Pritchard should be brought on in games because that's when he thrives. And then when you start, you don't necessarily get the best out of him. But I do think that it's clear from his performances recently, he's just, he, he, what more can he do to earn a start? You know what I mean? So I would like to see him from the start against Leeds. I think his performances have really earned a place in the starting eleven. Um, but I think there were some good performances all over the pitch. I thought Dan Ballard again was a colossus at centre-half. You know, there was a time where the ball was played like through the middle and you had kind of like Ballard, a load of space, and then the keeper, and he just ploughed about the way like he wasn't there. His tackles on Madger. I mean, I know one of them ended up with Madger getting in, but... Ballard against Madge today, while Madge was still on the pitch, was just vital. And I mean, he's great, Ballard. He's great. He must. Premier League career at Norwich. Oh, one hundred percent. I could see him at like Brighton. That's that's like where I don't know why, but I can picture him in a Brighton. I mean, I don't want him to go. Please don't go to Brighton. <laughs> Give us James Miller if you're gonna if you're gonna come in for him. Um, Love to say that. But yeah, he, but... he'd have to go up front. Yeah, well, oh, yeah. Swiss Army, the ultimate Swiss Army knife. Luke O'Nine feeling inadequate yeah. as James Milner comes in. Do you have fond memories of when he played for your mags like Steve oh, and James yeah, Milner? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Before I covered them, that was. <laughs> but I mean, um, yeah, like human Huggins as well today. Huggins was brilliant, absolutely Huggins an brilliant, brilliant game. Yeah. And I know that for their goal, Pritchard was having a bit of a go at him. That there, there seemed to be a bit of heat between them, which there was between a lot of the players today. They seemed to be a bit, a bit angry with each other and like holding each other accountable. But I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing. No, I think. Not. No, you, you see a bit of that. I'm not on the Huggins thing. I think that switch should have been done a long time ago as well. Mm-hmm. Like because. Hume looks a lot more com- like Huggins was fine when he plays left back. He does a job there, but he, he when he's on the right, he's balanced and he he's good on the ball and he brings it forward. Where that's not really Hume's game. Hume's a strong tackler, as we know, mm-hmm. and likes to get stuck in like an old-fashioned fullback. So it's natural. It's it's obvious that he should be on the left if you're going to put either on the left and Huggins on the right. Like that should that's what should have been done before before now. So that was good to see. No, absolutely. I couldn't agree more. Um, 
But no, I just think, um, as I say, lots of intensity, lots of commitment, like you say, kind of having to go at each other, but not in a good way, you know, not like screaming at each other every time we gave the ball away, but a bit of like, come on, what's all that about? We need to step the game up. Um, I think Dan Neil, I know he kind of like spooned a couple of chances over, but I thought he had a good game today. Yes. Goal. Oh, it was so good. Oh, it's so good. And I mean, it's a bit different than the Norwich goal because I know he's thinking over keeper, but the Norwich one, it's on him and he can just, that's the only thing he can do. But he had so much time to think about it. You almost assume they're going to miss, don't you? Yes. Like, you know, when somebody's got that much time and yeah. they're throwing goal and, the, and, the, and like nobody's near them. Like, it's funny, but like, I feel like those chances are missed more than scored yeah. generally. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, I feel like a player's got too much time sometimes to think about it. The, and the, the keeper can start to psych about and stuff like that. So it was, it was a really good finish, really composed. And it's nice to see Neil just kind of improving, isn't it? And kind of like sort, sorting his um, sorting his game out and just, just really getting a bit more confidence in him because he, he has had a couple of shaky matches recently and he, he seemed a lot more concentrated and a lot more focused today. Well. That's the thing, isn't it? Yeah. Because they've been thrown in like a, like nobody can do that job that he does. He's the only no. player we've got in the squad who's capable yeah. of of, do, of playing that role. So, and it's hard to forget how young he is. Yeah. Like yeah. like. You know, normally somebody at his age would just be starting to like get the odd game and get phased into the first team, and, and, and it's easy to, it's, you know, it's easy to forget that sometimes. I think. Yeah, and I think that he does, he does kind of have the the bit of a curse of we tend to expect more from players that come through our academy. We we are harsher on them, and I, don't, I never know why because we all back them, we all support them, and we all love them. But he does, he does sometimes have that bit of a curse on him. So it was really nice to see him. Um, Get that today. I don't. I don't know where there's anyone we can read apart from the referee and the linesman. Yeah. Oh, and the fact their manager looked like Ted Lasso from afar. Did anyone else notice this? He, he's just a bit of a rajy. His trousers game was very strong. <laughs> what do you reckon? <laughs> like in an ironic way. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah. Are you sure yeah, about yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's <laughs> not a choice. The white chinos wouldn't be a choice. Well, I think <laughs> that's why he had Ted Lasso vibes because yeah. he had those light chinos with um, with the dark blue coat. And I was looking at him. And I was like. Like, all right, okay. He's, you a do very, you. he's a very intense guy, Corbin. And he like he was leaping about the touchline and all that, like yeah. all game. But be fair again, that's credit to Sunderland because he was obviously furious with what West Brom were putting in the second half, particularly. Um, but yeah, I mean, we can. It's like you said, Stephen. I don't want to kind of like damn our kind of performance too much because I thought we were excellent at West Brom. Yeah, we weren't the best, but that's not our fault, you know. Um, but well, no, I agree on that. Made it look bad, to be fair. Yeah, like. I, I, I agree. Kind of. I don't think there's a lot more to say because there was there's not really a lot to criticise from today at all. Just, it was just a very good home performance. On a Tuesday. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, this thing. Dodsy's at the wheel and it yes. feels freaking amazing. <laughs> um, the lads will be back on Monday to go a bit more in depth into what we've seen today. Um, head over to our social media. We've got Instagram. We've got X. Go and have a follow of us on there. See what else um, we're putting out. And as always, thank you very much for listening. <laughs>